Chapter thirty one, part one of the betrothed. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Betrothed, or E Promesi Sposi, by Alessandro Manzoni. Chapter thirty one, part one. The plague, which the Board of Health had feared might enter with German troops into the Milanese, had entered it indeed, as is well known, and it is likewise well known that it paused not here, but invaded and ravaged the great part of Italy. Following the thread of our story, we now come to relate the principal incidents of this calamity in the Milanese, or rather in Milan almost exclusively, for almost exclusively of that city do the records of the time treat nearly as it always and everywhere happens for good reasons or bad and to say the truth it is not only our object in this narrative to represent the state of things in which our characters will shortly be placed but at the same time to develop as far as may be in so limited a space and from our pen an event in the history of our country more celebrated than well known of the many contemporary accounts there is not one which is sufficient by itself to convey a distinct and connected idea of it as there is not perhaps one which may not give us some assistance in forming that idea in every one not excepting that of ripamonte which considerably exceeds all the rest both in copiousness and its selection of facts and still more in its method of viewing them essential facts are omitted which are recorded in others in every one there are errors of material importance which may be detected and rectified with the help of some other or in the few printed manuscript acts of public authority which still remain and we may often discover in one those causes the effects of which were found partially developed in another in all too a strange confusion of times and things prevailed and a perpetual wandering backwards and forwards as it were at random without design special or general the character by the by of books of all classes in those days chiefly among such as were written in the vulgar tongue at least in italy whether also in the rest of europe the learned will know and we shrewdly suspect it so to have been no writer of later date has attempted to examine and compare these memoirs with the view of extracting thence a connected series of events a history of this plague so that the idea generally formed of it must necessarily be very uncertain and somewhat confused a vague idea of the great evils and great errors and assuredly there were both one and the other beyond what can possibly be imagined an idea composed more of opinions than of facts mingled indeed with a few scattered events but unconnected sometimes with their most characteristic circumstances and without distinction of time that is to say without perception of cause and effect of course and progress we having examined and compared with at least much diligence all the printed accounts more than one unpublished one and in comparison to the few that remain on the subject many official documents have endeavoured to do not perhaps all that is needed but something which has not hitherto been done we do not propose relating every public act nor all the results worthy in some degree of remembrance 
still less do we pretend to render needless to such as would gain no more complete acquaintance with the subject the perusal of the original writings we are too well aware what lively peculiar and so to say incommunicable force invariably belongs to works of that kind in whatever manner designed and executed we have merely endeavoured to distinguish and ascertain the most general and important facts to arrange them in their real order of succession so far as the matter and the nature of them will allow to observe their reciprocal effect and thus to give for the present and until some one else shall do better a succinct but plain and continuous account of this calamity throughout the whole trackman of the territory traversed by the army corpses might be found either in the houses or lying upon the highway very shortly single individuals or whole families began to sicken and die of violent and strange complaints with symptoms unknown to the greater part of those who were then alive there were only a few who had ever seen them before the few that is who could remember the plague which fifty-three years previously had desolated a great part of italy indeed but especially the milanese where it was then and is still called the plague of san carlo so powerful is charity among the various and awful recollections of a general calamity she could cause that of one individual to predominate because she had inspired him with the feelings and actions more memorable even than the evils themselves she could set upon him in men's minds as a symbol of all these events because in all she had urged him onward and held him to the view as guide and helper example and voluntary victim and could frame for him as it were an emblematical device out of a public calamity and name it after him as though it had been a conquest or discovery the oldest physician of his time ludovico setala who had not only seen that plague but had been one of its most active intrepid and though not then very young most celebrated successful opponents and who now in strong suspicion of this was on the alert and busily collecting information reported on the twentieth of october in the council of the board of health that the contagion had undoubtedly broken out in the village of chiuso the last in the territory of lecco and on the confines of the bergamascan district no resolution however was taken on this intelligence as appears from the narrative of tadino similar tidings arrived from lecco and bellano the board then decided upon and contented themselves with dispatching a commissioner who should take a physician from como by the way and accompany him on a visit to the places which had been signified both of them either from ignorance or from some other reason suffered themselves to be persuaded by an ignorant old barber of bellano that this sort of disease was not the pestilence but in some places the ordinary effects of the autumnal exhalations from the marshes and elsewhere of the privations and sufferings undergone during the passage of the german troops this affirmation was reported to the board who seemed to have been perfectly satisfied with it but additional reports of the mortality in every quarter pouring in without intermission two deputies were dispatched to see and provide against it the above-named tadino and an auditor of the committee when these arrived the evil had spread so widely that proofs offered themselves to their view without being sought for they passed through the territory of lecco the valsacina 
the shores of the lake of como and the district denominated il monte di brenaza and la guerra de ada and everywhere found the towns barricaded others almost deserted and the inhabitants escaped and encamped in the fields or scattered throughout the country who seemed says tadino like so many wild savages carrying in their hands one a sprig of mint another of rue another of rosemary another a bottle of vinegar they made inquiries as to the number of deaths which was really fearful they visited the sick and dead and everywhere recognized the dark and terrible marks of the pestilence they then speedily conveyed the disastrous intelligence by letter to the board of health who on receiving it on the thirtieth of october prepared says tadino to issue warrants to shut out of the city any persons coming from the countries where the plague had shown itself and while preparing the decree they gave some summary orders beforehand to the custom-house officers in the meanwhile the commissioners in great haste and precipitation made what provisions they knew or could think of for the best and returned with the melancholy consciousness of their insufficiency to remedy or arrest an evil already so far advanced and so widely disseminated on the fourteenth of november having made their report both by word of mouth and afresh in writing to the board they received from this committee a commission to present themselves to the governor and to lay before him the state of things they went accordingly and brought back word that he was exceedingly sorry to hear such news and had shown a great deal of feeling about it but the thoughts of war were more pressing said belli graviores ise curas so says ripamonti after having ransacked the records of the board of health and compared them with tadino who had been specially charged with this mission it was the second if the readers remember for this purpose and with this result two or three days afterwards the eighteenth of november the governor issued a proclamation in which he prescribed public rejoicing for the birth of the prince charles the first-born son of the king philip the fourth without thinking of or without caring for the danger of suffering a large concourse of people under such circumstances everything as in common times just as if he had never been spoken to about anything this person was as we have elsewhere said the celebrated ambroglio spinola sent for the very purpose of adjusting this war to repair the errors of don gonzalo and incidentally to govern and we may here incidentally mention that he died a few months later in that very war which he had so much at heart not wounded in the field of battle but on his bed of grief and anxiety occasioned by reproaches affronts and ill-treatment of every kind received from those whom he had served history has bewailed his fate and remarked upon the ingratitude of others it has described with much diligence his military and political enterprises and extolled his foresight activity and perseverance it might also have inquired what he did with all these when pestilence threatened and actually invaded a population committed to his care or rather entirely given up to his authority but that which leaving censure diminishes our wonder at his behaviour which even creates another and greater feeling of wonder is the behaviour of the people themselves 
of those i mean who unreached as yet by the contagion had so much reason to fear it on the arrival of the intelligence from the territories which were so grievously infected with it territories which formed almost a semicircular line round the city in some places not more than twenty or even eighteen miles distant from it who would not have thought that a general stir would have been created that they would have been diligent in taking precautions whether well or ill-selected or at least have felt a barren disquietude nevertheless if in anything the records of the times agree it is in attesting that there was none of these the scarcity of the antecedent year the violence of the soldiery and their suffering of mind seems to them more than enough to account for the mortality and if any one had attempted in the streets shops and houses to throw out a hint of danger and mention the plague it would have been received with incredulous scoffs or angry contempt the same incredulity or to speak more correctly the same blindness and perversity prevailed in the senate in the council of the decurioni and in all the magistrates i find that cardinal federigo immediately on learning the first cases of a contagious sickness enjoined his priests in a pastoral letter among other things to impress upon the people the importance and obligation of making known every similar case and of delivering up any infected or suspected goods and this too may be reckoned among his praiseworthy peculiarities the board of health solicited precautions and cooperation it was all but in vain and in the board itself their solicitude was far from equalling the urgency of the case it was the two physicians as tadino frequently affirms and as appears still better from the whole context of his narrative who persuaded and deeply sensible of the gravity and imminence of the danger urged forward that body which was then to urge forward others we have already seen how on the first tidings of the plague there had been indifference and remissness in acting and even in obtaining information we now give another instance of dilatoriness not less portentous if indeed it was not compelled by obstacles interposed by the superior magistrates that proclamation in the form of warrants resolved upon on the thirtieth of october was not completed till the twenty-third of the following month nor published till the twenty-ninth the plague had already entered milan tadino and ripamonti would record the name of the individual who first brought it thither together with the other circumstances of the person and the fact and in truth in observing the beginnings of a widespread destruction which in the victims not only cannot be distinguished by name but their numbers can scarcely be expressed with any degree of exactness even by the thousand one feels a certain kind of interest in ascertaining those first and few names which could be noted and preserved it seems as if this sort of distinction a precedence in extermination invests them and all the other minutiae which would otherwise be most indifferent with something fatal and memorable but one and the other historian can say that it was an italian soldier in the spanish service but in nothing else do they agree not even in the name 
according to tadino it was a person of the name of pietro antonio lavato quartered in the territory of lecco according to ripamonti a certain pier paolo locati quartered at chiavenna they differ also as to the day of his entrance into milan the first placing it on the twenty second of october the second on the same day in the following month yet it cannot be on either one or the other both the dates contradict others which are far better authenticated yet ripamonti writing by order of the general council of the decurioni ought to have had many means at his command of gaining the necessary information and tadino in consideration of his office might have been better informed than any one else on the subject of this nature in short comparing other dates which as we have said appear to us more authentic it would seem that it was prior to the publication of the warrants and if it were worth while it might even be proved or near so that it must have been very early in that month but the reader will doubtless excuse us the task however it may be this soldier unfortunate himself and the bearer of misfortune to others entered the city with a large bundle of clothes purchased or stolen from the german troops he went to stay at the house of one of his relatives in the suburbs of the port oriental near to the capuchin convent scarcely had he arrived there when he was taken ill he was conveyed to the hospital here a spot discovered under one of the armpits excited some suspicion in the mind of the person who tended him of what was in truth the fact and on the fourth day he died the board of health immediately ordered his family to be kept separate and confined within their own house and his clothes and the bed on which he had lain at hospital were burned two attendants who had there nursed him and a good friar who had rendered him his assistance were all three within a few days seized with the plague the suspicions which had here been felt from the beginning of the nature of the disease and the precautions taken in consequence prevented the further spread of the contagion from this source but the soldier had left seed outside which delayed not to spring up and shoot forth the first person in whom it broke out was the master of the house where he had lodged one carlo colonna a lute player all the inmates of the dwelling were then by order of the board conveyed to the lazaretto where the greater number took to their beds and many shortly died of evident infection in the city that which had been already disseminated there by intercourse with the above-mentioned family and by clothes and furniture belonging to them preserved by relations lodgers or servants from the searches and the flames prescribed by the board as well as that which was afresh introduced by defectiveness in the regulations by negligence in executing them and by dexterity in eluding them continued lurking about and slowly insinuating itself among the inhabitants all the rest of the year 
and in the earlier months of 1630, the year which followed. From time to time, now in this, now in that quarter, someone was seized with the contagion, someone was carried off with it, and the very infrequency of the cases contributed to lull all suspicions of pestilence and confirmed the generality more and more in the senseless and murderous assurance that plague it was not and never had been for a moment many physicians too echoing the voice of the people was it in this instance also the voice of heaven derided the ominous predictions and threatening warnings of the few and always had at hand the names of common diseases to qualify every case of pestilence which they were summoned to cure with what symptom or token soever it evinced itself the reports of these instances when they reached the board of health at all reached it for the most part tardily and uncertainly dread of sequestration and the lazaretto sharpened every one's wits they concealed the sick they corrupted the grave-diggers and elders and obtained false certificates by means of bribes from subalterns of the board itself deputed by it to visit and inspect the dead bodies as however on every discovery they succeeded in making the board ordered the wearing apparel to be committed to the flames put the houses under sequestration and sent the inmates to the lazaretto it is easy to imagine what must have been the anger and dissatisfaction of the generality of the nobility merchants and lower orders persuaded as they were that they were mere causeless vexations without any advantage the principal odium fell upon the two doctors are frequently mentioned tadino and senatore setala son of the senior physician and reached such a height that thenceforward they could not publicly appear without being assailed with opprobrious language if not with stones and certainly the situation in which these individuals were placed for several months is remarkable and worthy of being recorded seeing a horrible scourge advancing towards them laboring by every method to repulse it and yet meeting with obstacles not only in the arduousness of the task but from every quarter in the unwillingness of the people and being made the general object of execration and regarded as the enemies of their country pro patria ostibus says ripamonti sharers also in the hatred were the other physicians who convinced like them of the reality of the contagion suggested precautions and sought to communicate to others their melancholy convictions the most knowing taxed them with credulity and obstinacy while with the many it was evidently an imposture a planned combination to make a profit by the public fears end of chapter thirty one part one recording by alan mapstone in Oxford, England.